But I want to talk to you tonight. Feel like the Lord has talked to me. And uh, I want to talk to you. Perhaps some of you are going through some things right now. Maybe you've already gone through them. But there's been a lingering effect of what it has had on your life. And I feel like God's Word has something to say to us. Mark chapter 14. Mark the 14th chapter. I want to begin reading with verse number 33. And I'm going to read down through verse 42. And then we're going to go to Luke 22 and pick up a little later on in this story and read a couple of verses in Luke chapter 22. Let's begin in Mark chapter 14, verse 33. And he taketh with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy. And he saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he saith, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. And he cometh and findeth them sleeping. And he saith unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldst not thou watch one hour? Watch ye and pray, lest you enter into temptation. For the spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed and spake the same words. And when he returned, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. Neither midst, neither wist they what to answer him. And he cometh the third time and saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. Say that with me. It is enough. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise up. Let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. Luke chapter 22 Picking up in the same setting, but after they had left this time of prayer, Luke twenty-two fifty-two said, And then Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple and the elders which were come to him, Be ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves. When I was daily with you in the temple... You stretch forth no hands against me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. 
I want to use these two passages as a stepping off point tonight. And I truly pray that God will help me. For I feel like the Holy Ghost wants to help someone here tonight. I want you to pray with me one more time. And I ask you to pray this simple prayer. God, help me to open my heart to your word. Would you do that with me in the name of Jesus right now? Every heart in this building, Lord, I pray that you will capture our attention for the next few moments. And that our hearts will be open to you and that we can receive that word that is life and that word that can transform and change us and lift us out of our present circumstance. We ask for it all in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. One of life's hardest tasks, I believe, is to accept what we cannot understand. Life deals some things that are often difficult to play out. Things that we have to live through. Or perhaps some of you are living through them right now. That we cannot grasp the meaning of. Nor can we understand the purpose for which it is in my life. And oftentimes, because of our frailties and our humanity, we fall short in our hour and we fail. We come up lacking. We embarrass ourselves and we do not shine in our finest hour. Three friends decided that they wanted to take a journey of a lifetime, and for them, that was to be a jungle safari in one of the remote parts of the world. And so they planned their trip, and they scheduled their guide, and when they arrived, they found a man ready to take them on this adventure to remember. And he was not a disappointment. He delighted them with his vast knowledge of the wildlife, and he pointed out to them tigers and leopards and elephants and lions, and he regaled them with his knowledge of each one of the different species that they saw. And the hours passed by, and finally they decided to talk to stop for a time of refreshment. And it was only then that they noticed that their guide, who had been so cheerful and so happy and had been so engaging in their encounter with him, they noted that their guide had no legs. Curiosity got the best of them, and soon one of them answer, asked the question that all was thinking, what? was the reason for your lameness. To which the man replied, It has been over ten years since I lost my legs in an accident. And 
They were stunned in the matter-of-factness in which he said that. They stood for a moment in silence, and finally one of them spoke up and said, Well, why are you still smiling? The man looked back at them, and he said, My friend, I lost my legs, but I didn't lose my life. I want to talk to you tonight from the subject Don't let an hour define your life. Would you say that with me? Don't let an hour define your life. I think most of us are aware that life is filled with many defining moments. Times that we face, and some of them come often when circumstances of life conspire and it's hard to understand and it is hard to fathom what reason we are going through these issues. And many times failures result from those encounters and mistakes are made and we do not rise to the occasion as we should have. They are not our finest hour. But it is the choices that we make relating to these incidents in our life that really determines our victory or our defeat. It is not what happens to me. It is how I choose to respond to what happens to me that determines where I am going to end up in my life. We are often tempted to let these things define us. Moments and circumstances and situations that we cannot understand. Living in circumstances that are hard to fathom. Life situations that are at times unbearable. But here's the problem. If we allow the moment to define us then the moment will defeat us. And that is certainly not God's will. I think all of us are well aware that none of us in this place tonight are without struggle in our life. And we all are part of a humanity that is weak and frail. And there are no perfect individuals. And there are no perfect lives. Lives that are without mistakes. Or lives that are without frustrations or failures. Or circumstances that are hard to get through. But our struggles will cause us to do one of two things. We will either despise ourselves for what we have done or not done. Or we will allow that moment to help make us who we need to be. Sometimes we despise our circumstances. And sometimes we think we should have done better. And I should not have been so weak. And I should not have said those things. And I should not have responded like that. And oftentimes we leave those encounters hating our own bodies because we're flawed and feeling worthless because we're not a better person than we showed in that hour. 
the disciples were in such an experience as that in our text that we read from tonight. Jesus had brought these men with him to this secret garden, this private place for this time of prayer. He needed them so desperately. It was an intimate moment with these that he trusted the most. And they could not do the simple task that he asked of them. And that was just pray with him for one hour. Just One hour each time that he would leave them and come back. He would find them asleep when he needed them the most. And when he needed their support the most, they had failed him with utter misery. They had done the opposite of what we would have expected of them to do. They could not pray for one hour But when he came back the last time, he said something that when I was reading a while back, it leaped out of the pages and seized my heart and God began to speak to me. And it were these three words that he spoke to those men in that moment. And those words were, it is enough. The literal translation says enough of that. Its hour has come and it has gone. It's time for us to move on. It is an hour that has come to an end. We must not carry it any further than it has been. We've been here long enough. We need to rise and be going. Someone tonight needs to hear your pastor tell you that over your life there is a shadow and some of you need to speak to that shadow tonight and say it is enough. Some of you need to speak to the defeated mind that has troubled you even today and condemned you because of your weakness and your flaw and say to that mind it is enough. This hour is not going to define me. This moment is not going to determine who I am or who I have the possibility of being. Come on and clap your hands to the Lord and give him some praise right now. Somebody needs to say over that hour that you're living through right now, it is Enough. And some of you have already lived through the hour, but there's some lingering effects that it has had upon your life. It affects your relationship. It affects your ability to function in in your capacity. It affects your ability to make new friends or to even move in a positive direction. Because even though you've gotten past that moment, that moment still has a hold on you. Because you've really never gotten over that moment. And God sent me to tell somebody, you cannot let that moment define who you are. Whether you failed him or not, doesn't matter. What matters is that God said, you still have a future. Come on, let's rise and go to that future. Let's not live in the defeat of our past. Hallelujah. 
You're exactly where you are tonight because of choices. I am exactly where I am tonight because of choices. But somewhere I have to come to a point in my life when I say enough of that. Some of you have been tormented in your mind. You've been trying to figure out how you can be a better person. Because somebody's told you you're not good enough. You've been trying to figure out how you you can be more acceptable because somebody has said you're not acceptable. And, And you've been trying to figure out how you can fit in because you just don't seem to fit in anywhere. And you allow that to play on your mind and in your spirit. And it affects whether you can move forward or not. God said, hey, you're not gonna get stuck in this garden. You failed, but that's past. We need to let the past be what it is and let's move forward because I still have a future for you some of you need to understand tonight that it's time to stop the pity party it is time for you to stop wallowing in your self defeat it's time for you to get up and shake it off and say you know what God's got something for me I'm not staying here I'm not dying in this dilemma. Do not let this hour define who you are. Amen. Some of you have lived through an hour that has marked you and left its imprint on your life. And I am not making light of that. I understand how tough life can be. And I understand that there are circumstances that we can find ourselves in and relationships that we can be in that mark us and mar our life so that we come out of them less confident and less sure, more condemning of ourselves, more negative in our thinking, feeling like we have no self-worth and I'm not even usable uh, anymore. I, I failed so miserably. There's certainly no place for me in the kingdom of God. I, I, I don't even worthy. I'm not even worthy of God's attention any longer. God doesn't have a place for me. I've made too much of a mess out of my life. But you hear me tonight. God sent me to tell somebody in this place. Don't let that hour define you. Rise up tonight and shake it off. And say, you know what? This is not my life. That is my life. The future is where my life is. And I'm moving toward God's promises. Jesus had his own hour. He was no different than you and I. He was not exempt. The garden was passed and now he is surrounded by soldiers and priests that hated him. They had been led to him by one of his own. And he said something that is so powerful that if you could ever grasp it, it would help transform your mindset in how you're living through what you're living through right now. He said, this is your hour and the power of darkness. Jesus recognized that for the next 
little span of time that he was going to be subjected to everything that hell could throw against him. Satan had been waiting for this moment. He had been waiting for this opportunity. And the forces of darkness had been marshaled to waylay and put everything they could on this one called Christ. It was an hour of darkness. Satan, the ruler of darkness, he is permitted to do the very worst that he could do. To bruise the heel of the seed of the woman. And Jesus said, I am resolved that I will let him do it. Because this hour, as bad as it may be, the worst that hell can do to me is not going to stop me in my pursuit of my purpose. I'm going to Calvary and hell's not going to stop me. I'm going through the victory and nothing that's happening in this moment is going to define who I am. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. However hard it may seem that I should be going through this and exposed to these things. I submit myself, but I will not let it define me. I will not let it define me. Satan, this is your hour. Do whatever you want to do, but just know that this hour is going to come to an end. And when it comes to an end... You're going to be defeated, and I'm going to still be standing. This is what he said in Psalms 37 in 13. And it is a prophecy of what the Messiah was going to do to the devil when all of this was over. He said, the Lord shall laugh at him, for he sees that his day His hour is coming. Do whatever you want to do, devil. But when you get through, I'm still going to be standing. Because I've got a future. I've got a hope. I've got a promise. And I'm not going to let go of my promise. And I'm not going to let go of my hope. Amen. Some of you need to understand tonight that it's just an hour. Say it with me. It's just an hour. It's just an hour. It too will pass. An elephant can be chained to a tree as a baby and trained to live within the limits of the length of the cord tied around its leg. And that limitation becomes so ingrained in it that even when it is an adult... It is still defined by the length of that chain. And though as an adult, it could at any moment move that leg and rip that tree out of the ground from the roots, it will never march or walk beyond the limits of that cord. It allows its limitations to define it. On the other hand, A bumblebee should not be able to fly due to 
the limitations of its challenged body and its improportionate wing size. It should not aerodynamically be able to fly. And yet it flies anyway. Because it refuses to let its limitations define what it can or cannot be. What are you going to be tonight? Uh, What am I going to be tonight? Am I going to be limited by what life has forced upon me and and just submit myself to it and say, well, you know, I, I probably deserve this because I made that choice. I got into this and, and I, I deserve this. The reality is whether you got into it or deserve it, that's not how God operates. God is wanting to see what's inside of you. And there's got to be something inside of you that's strong enough that even when that hour of darkness sweeps over your life, you say, let it go. But I'm going to live beyond this moment. I'm not going to let an hour of darkness define my life. And I'm not going to let my limitation determine who I am. I believe that if he can say I can overcome, then I can overcome. If he tells me that I can rise up, then I believe I can rise up. If he tells me I can leave the past and walk into the future, then I think I'm going to leave the past and walk into my future. Amen. There are hours of darkness that comes to every life. Unexplainable, seemingly unbearable times. There's an hour appointed me to reckon with. Nobody is going to live without an hour of darkness. But I must not stay in that hour. I must not allow it to affect my mind and my spirit. And I say this with all sincerity tonight. I feel like I'm talking to some people that may be beyond the hour, but you've not gotten over what the hour did to you. You've not gotten over what happened to you. It's still lingering in your mind. And it causes you to hesitate. It causes you to stay in the background. It causes you to question your ability or or whether you're even worthy of God doing anything in your life. It, It causes you to wonder whether you even count and, and, and it has this lingering effect that just keeps going on and on and on and on. And every day that I rise up, I rise up and that cloud is still hanging over my head. Wouldn't you like to just get up one morning and that cloud be gone? I'm going to tell you how to get rid of it. Get up and walk out from under it. Just get up and walk out from under it. Quit allowing it to defy. Say, you know what? I can't change the circumstances, but I'm not going to let them change me. I'm, I've been called of God. I have the hand of God on my life. I'm not going to die in this situation. I am not giving in to this limitation. I am not letting this define who I am. I refuse to die. I refuse to die. Amen. 
Neither should we let our hour define us. Don't let an hour define your faith. Don't let an hour determine your future. Hear me tonight. Don't let an hour ruin your family. Amen. Praise God. Life is tough. Sometimes it's downright nasty. Yeah. We experience things that push us to the limit. Situations that black our eye, bloody our nose. Disappointments. Discouragements. A few failures. Mistakes. Painful circumstances. And the worst of it may be over. But the lingering effects have a way of clouding our mind until we cannot get beyond what happened. It's hard to shake free. God sent me to tell somebody tonight, enough is enough. Amen. I want want you to say that to yourself right now. Enough is enough. Amen. Enough is enough. Enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that condemnation. Enough of that misery. Enough of that self-hate. Enough of that negative stuff. Enough of that moaning and crying and whining. Enough of that. Arise. Come on. Arise. Come on. Get up on your feet. We got places to go. You've got things to do. You need to hear the word of the Lord tonight. Because your recovery from your mistakes, you can stand, is dependent on you hearing and acting on what His word said. And His word said, Enough. That hour's over. Successful or not. Ugly or not. It's over. Come on. Come on. We, we need to move on. And I'm here to tell somebody in this building, and I'm not pre- I, I'm not beating the air, and I'm not, I, I'm not speaking out of turn, but I'm here to tell somebody tonight, it's time for you to say, in your soul and in your spirit enough say it with me enough 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 it's over i'm i'm not going to let that keep dragging me back into the same misery and the same pit i just drug myself out of but somehow i slipped back into it enough i'm not going back there amen Quit letting your struggles define you. Quit letting your struggles determine your worth. Amen. God didn't call you to fail. He didn't call you to die in this situation. He didn't call you to wind up a shipwreck on the side of the road of life. God called you to go through. And he's speaking to you to come in to the future. Arise. Let us be going.
Some of you need to determine in your spirit right now. It's over. Enough. Enough. I may have to live through it, but I'm not going to live by it. Amen. That hour that Jesus spoke of, that hour of darkness was longer than just 60 minutes. It lasted for a while. But he said, whatever the length of this darkness, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm, I'm not going to let this darkness define my life. Amen. I'm talking to somebody right now that's been living in a mental darkness because of what's going on in your life right now because what's happening you're living in a mental darkness God said enough enough I didn't I didn't call you for that I didn't call you for it to end like this rise let us be going I would tonight that somebody would receive that word I'm not asking you to do any kind of demonstration. I'm just asking you wherever you are in this building, just reach out and accept that word and say, you know what? God can use me again. God does have a purpose in my life. I'm tired of letting that condemnation keep creeping back in my life and beating me down. I'm worthless. I'm a failure. I fail at this. I fail at that. I didn't succeed there. I didn't succeed here. It's time for you to understand that's history. And you need to move on. Because God still has something better. Amen. Come on, let's pray right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, right now, somebody in this building that is allowing the darkness of the moment that they're living in to determine who they are and what they are, what they can become, what they can do. Lord, I pray right now, I pray that there will be a a, a hand that will rest upon their soul. Something that will lift him up. A word that will lift him up. And say to them again tonight, Arise. Arise. Get up. Come on, let's get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. up. Come on. It's time to move forward. Come on, pray with me right now. Somebody, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah.